This is an emergency broadcast of the Uncovering Anomalies podcast. This is not a drill. Remove any children and pets from your home and go to your nearest shelter. Remember to at all times listen to the Uncovering Anomalies podcast. And whatever you do, do not under any circumstances. Trust what you see. We are live. So, um, you know, I've got two pugs that live in my apartment, right? They're not mine. They're my roommates. Yeah. We we play this really fun game. It's called Who Shit in the Kitchen? (laughs) You know, one of one of the pugs is is really, you know, he's he's a good boy. He's house trained. The other one, um, you know, she's still she's got puppy brain. And mm-hmm. so about nine times, I'd say 99 times out of 100, I'd, I, I know um, I, I, I've got the answer as yeah. to who shit in the kitchen. <laughs> but every once in a while, every one out of 100 times, it's me. I did it. What? <laughs> I shit in the kitchen. Did that really happen? No. Okay. I've, I've never shit in the kitchen. <laughs> okay. okay. See, me to make sure there. But... Uh, uh, that, and so once so once you start singing, what happens? She starts squirming. She looks embarrassed. Well, or... here's the gross thing: she eats it, oh and so Dude, I'll I'll, that. <laughs> I'll smell poop, and I'll go out there, and I'll be like, "What? Where? Where, where mm-hmm. is it?" And then later, my roommate, who's you know, she's the one who has the pugs. She uh-huh. told me that, and she goes, "I should have told you sooner because you know the puppy likes to lick." faces and stuff and oh I, my god i was so grossed out after yeah well you know the perks <laughs> the perks of being a, a a dog uncle yes yeah exactly well it, it is something you have to deal with they're dogs that's what dogs are that's what, that's what they do yeah yes that's what they do <laughs> well cool man what else is going on not much um as you know i had a minor relapse and mm. uh spent last weekend in the hospital just going through detox nothing nearly as dramatic as last time it was just okay, a few, few days they definitely gave me way too much volume though i basically just spent three days sleeping and on uh-huh. the, the last day the nurse came in they go how much volume are they giving you this is like <laughs> this is like two or three times the amount you should be getting i'm like well that makes Whoa. sense because i can't even keep my eyes open and i've been sleeping for about you know 18 to 20 hours a day i wonder why is it because uh because what happened last time because i know you were a bit more uh, aggressive last time I so, think is it because it's in your file that it might I, I be. Think, <laughs> truthfully, I think it was just a, some sort of clerical error. Okay. Um, I, you know, it was it was a pretty busy weekend there. Um, There's a lot of, a lot of things going on. I just think I got, and it was it wasn't the doctor's fault. It was the nurses. Yeah, yeah. And I I think someone just wrote down an extra zero or something. <laughs> well, anyway. all right. At least it's the, it kept you calm. Yeah, got you through this. It was less dramatic, which is good. So I mean. Yeah, no, no, no seizures, you know, nothing, nothing crazy. It was just a c- couple days uh, going through detox. It really wasn't all that bad. Okay, nice. All right. Yeah. So, how long was it for? Um, wait, how long was I in the hospital for? No, no. <laughs> was the was the, the re- it was about a, it was about forty days. You're kidding me, man! No. You hide it well. I know. Although it's... I did, I did. I was like, man, there's something going on here. But you know, hope, hope is a very. Uh, it's a strong drug. I know, and well, <laughs> what's a stronger drug is alcohol. Um, yeah, that shit, shit sucks, man. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. You, it's, it's you prefer it, you know. And I guess you were going through stuff, and it helps you. Um, yeah, I was. I was having, it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I can list off. I can give you know a thousand excuses. The truth is, I was you know, it was just yeah. me me being weak in the moment. But you know, I'm back on the wagon. I'm feeling a lot better. That's awesome, man. And let's I like I love to hear that. That you know, you just you said, All right, it's time to stop again and you went through detox and here you are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, thankfully, um, yeah, you know, that I you know, I checked myself into the hospital. Uh, you know, it wasn't like I got dragged there. Both both times is that well, last time, you know, it was precluded by a um seizure. So Right. <laughs> yeah. A little less a little less a little less voluntary last time. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> all right cool well welcome back you're feeling better i'm feeling a lot better i'm able to wake up in the mornings and not be so groggy I, I maybe even sound like i've got a little bit more energy this morning yeah no yeah you sound very energetic yeah maybe in like 10 years when we're still doing this podcast and the listeners are going back and listening from episode one they'll see my <laughs> journey through sobriety 
it'll it'd be an interesting uh interesting thing to go back and listen to yeah of course and it's it, exactly this is all these are a matter of record now yeah you have the dates and everything it's awesome all right, everybody, welcome to the Uncovering Anomalies podcast. I believe this is episode 19, I want to say. Yes, it is. Episode 19. Look at that. We're yeah, we've been going at it for a while now. It's awesome. Yeah, and, you know, we can be we're as consistent as can be. Yeah. Um, oh, that's Adam. I'm Topher. Um, yeah, we're, we're, we'll be back on the uh, once-a-week schedule. Yes, um, as much as we can. Uh, yeah. The last one that was published. Oh, no, we published one after that. Did we? Wait a minute. We published yeah. one. Uh, it was. I think it was earlier this week. Tuesday. Yeah. <clears throat> that's that's other than other than Skinny Bob. Right. That was the one right in between. Uh, yeah, Skinny Skinny Bob in this episode. Skinfirth Skinfirth Robertson. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> uh, let's see. How is this show doing anyway? And I think uh, it's gained some traction. That's right. We're on all the platforms now. We did that last week. Uh, oh yeah, dude! Spotify followers, uh, followers have doubled. Audience cool. size has, has tripled. And, and we haven't been uh, we haven't been taken down or banned from anywhere yet. Not yet. No, I mean you know because I was listening to other, even Rogan. I mean the guy says worse things than we do <laughs> when it comes to like COVID and stuff. I mean yeah, we do say our stuff, but I mean he's. I feel like when he says got, it adamantly. <laughs> I feel like when you've got the the clout. And the length of time he's been on the air, though, they give you a little bit more leeway. That's true. That's true. Yeah. And who was it? Who was it? Who was it else? Though it was it was a lot. It was some other podcast. And what what they do is they just put a warning that learn about COVID nineteen. They link to the CDC. Yeah, we've we've only got that warning once, I believe. Yeah. Well, well, it happened last um, week too. I, it wasn't a warning. They reminded me to read their terms and services. Oh, <laughs> <I pressed shit>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what what did we talk about last week that was so bad? Uh. Um, must have been something political. Here, let me pull up the notes. Um, it does. It 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 doesn't matter. We I have do been... have all the notes. Oh, and Jack Valley, Greer, the Owls. No, it looks like we. Oh, NASA director, original. Never a straight Bruce answer. FBI document. No, we did not. We didn't cover anything. So I guess they were just reminding us. I think it's because I uh, submitted it to all the other platforms. It could be it. It could be. Yeah, they just wanted to remind us. Um, by the way, our our most our most played podcast is Skinny Bob. Really? Yeah. It beat awesome. Before. Episode 16 was our best last week. And then, uh, yeah, Skinny Bob took that over. But good to see this traction. It's encouraging. Yeah, it's know? really good. Um, as always, you know, give us your feedback on whatever platform you're listening to us, um, to us on now. Or send us tweets. Yeah, send us tweets. That's Our, our Twitter is also growing, which is nice to see. Um, is our Twitter linked in the show description? Yes, I, okay. I I definitely started putting that in. Maybe, probably not 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 the beginning episodes, but the last few ones. Yeah, that's fine. Um, we've been doing that. Um, I don't know. You you want to get started? There are there's some things we can get to. Yeah, let's let's, let's get into it. Yeah, I want to because I sent you some links. So let, let's go through those, and then we can go through the whole arrow. Um, healing that went on perfect uh, yeah some cool stuff happened there also uh, some some there's an account called alien scientist jeremy he's really cool he's been at this for a long time but he 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 was there and he asked some really cool questions to the senator that's there um but other than that i wanted to go through did you see elon he got interviewed by Tucker. i did um i i only saw a little snippets of it um all i'd I'm seeing more than the interview. I'm seeing the reactions online. And of course, you know, Elon's being called an alt-right, you know, yeah. whatever and for being on Tucker, um, which is, you know, typical internet. Um, you, you, you know, if you can't call him a Nazi, call him alt-right. It's, yeah, yeah. it's the same yeah. thing for them. Even though he voted for Biden in 2020. Yeah. And endorsed him like publicly. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's just, you have to be 100% 100% with the party, or that's it. You're a traitor. Well, that's what I love about, um, and when I say the left, I really, I don't really mean like classic liberal. I mean Democrats. We've had this conversation yeah. before. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's what I that's what I love about the left is nobody hates the left more than slightly other leftists. <laughs> oh man, it reminds me of like uh, even even like Jews who speak out speak out against Israel. They're yeah. called anti-Semites. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> right? Self-hating Jews is so funny. So oh, self self-hating Democrats. That's what that's what that's what Musk is. Yeah. All right. So let's listen to here. He uh, this is it's a great snip. That's why I chose this one. I didn't want to go through the video, but this is sure. a, this was what, what what bothered me actually about um about his thinking about AI and okay, let's take a listen. Back when it was a nonprofit. Uh, yes. Um I mean, the, 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 the reason uh, OpenAI exists at all is that um, Larry Page and I used to be close friends, and I would yes. stay at his house in Palo Alto, and I would talk to him late into the night about uh, AI safety. And at least my perception was that Larry was not taking uh, AI safety uh, seriously enough. Um, and um, What did he say about it? He really seemed to be one um, once, once sort of, it, digital superintelligence, basically digital God, if you will, uh, uh, as soon as possible. Um, he wanted that? Yes. He's, he's made many public statements over the years uh, that, that the whole goal of Google is uh, uh, what's called AGI, artificial general intelligence or artificial superintelligence. You know, and, I, and I agree with him that the, there's great potential for good, um, but there's also potential for bad. And so if, if you've got some um, radical new technology, you want to try to take a set of actions that maximize probably it, it will do good and minimize probably it will do bad things. Yes. Um, it, it can't just be helpful leather. Let's just go, you know, barreling forward and, you know, hope for the best. And then at one point uh, I said, well, what about, you know, who we're going to make sure humanity's okay here. Um, <laughs> and, 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 um, uh, and then he called me a speciest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> did he use, did he use that term? Yes. And there were witnesses. The other, I wasn't the only one there when he called me a speciest. And so I was like, OK, that's it. Uh, I've Yes, I'm a speciest. OK, you got me. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> what are you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What are you? <laughs> I mean, what what do you think about that? Well, I mean, it, it's so I've got a lot of thoughts on this and this this is going to kind of seem off topic at first, but I'm going to wrap back into what elon was just saying um a lot of the the discussion i'm seeing from especially younger people um is that ai is going to be the great um equalizer amongst the people and and that's just it's not the case i mean what's going to happen and kind of what uh how this wraps back into what elon is saying is um there's going to going to be people at the top who get all the benefits of ai while mm-hmm. the rest the rest of us do not and so you're going to have these people who are gods mm-hmm. amongst amongst men because they have all the benefits of getting to use true ai well we're stuck with chat gpt <laughs> as the closest thing um to the ai we get to use and right. it's really it's really scary that these people have no um foresight to keep the humankind as a whole like um safe from these care. you yeah. know from the from the dangers of what ai could be yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what Elon is trying to do. And that's why he's starting another company. He, he, he's hoping it's not too late, but he wants this one to go be, to be back in the, in the public realm. He wants it's uh, he wants it to focus on humanity and he wants it. He said he wants it to understand the mysteries of the universe. And he goes, he believes that if he does that, that he'll realize that humans are an intricate part of nature and this reality and it will protect us. He's saying the way they're doing it is wrong. He's, they're trying to teach you that humanity is evil and is part of the problem. And he's worried that if it keeps going that way, it's going to want to destroy us. And that's why he's trying this new, he's starting this new company. But calling him a specious. Yeah. Okay. He wants to protect humanity and, you know, maximize human freedom and or potential. And the others, others obviously don't care. You know, they, they really see themselves as other than human, which, which makes sense to their behavior and how they treat humanity. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, it totally goes along with how the elite act, you know, compared to the rest of us. I mean, they think they do think they're a different species than the rest of us. You know, maybe they're lizard people or whatever, <laughs> but they yeah. certainly don't. They certainly don't live like you know the rest of us. No, they definitely don't. And yeah, I mean, we can go down another rabbit hole of how these people are are raised and <clears throat> what they're taught at a young age and. Yeah, like it just it just made me think. We, in fact, we might have even brought this up an episode or two ago um, when Bill Gates was asked because he, you know, he's been pushing, um, you know, we need to uh, protect the environment and all this stuff. Mm-hmm, and when, mm-hmm. when asked about, well, like you know, your your private jet, you know, uses up or causes as much, you know, emission and gases 
you know, as like whatever it was, whatever the stat was, 10,000 people driving to work every day. And he goes, well, I'm spreading the good message. So I'm allowed to do that. <laughs> you know, it's just, that's the type of thinking that these people, mm -hmm. you know, they're above the rest of us. They truly yeah. are. They, or they think they are. But and they'll probably damn, be, they they bleed just like the rest of us. Not a call to violence. They do, yes, they do. I mean, and even if they go into their uh, their 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 silicon bodies, and if that if that really ends up working, the sun can take them out anytime. So what are they going to do? Live underground? Possibly. You know, probably, I don't know. Probably. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's there is ways around it. You, you there's could. some pretty there's some pretty good science fiction uh, media about all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, and there's lots of people out there who do watch EMPs and what the sun can do. And they say the best way to do it is go underground. And maybe, maybe that's why out there in the universe, anything advanced is not going to be on the surface. You know, maybe mm -hmm. they stay on the surface for a little amounts of time and they figure it out that, you know, have you have you read anything about uh, Agartha? Is it Agartha? No, wait, is it called Agartha? The hollow earth theory. Um, I, I'm aware of the hollow earth theory. Yes, but yeah. I don't I haven't really done any. Real, real <clears throat> research. You'd love it. it. You'd love it. Uh, it's it's cool research. It was. Uh, it's really Admiral Byrd, right? That he's like the central figure of. of yeah. Now then, yeah. I mean, it could be complete mythology, but there's stuff in the, of course, in the north, like Sweden, have these stories. Uh, I think it's a biography. This guy who actually goes in there. Uh, he's a sailor, or a, uh, not a sailor. Uh, I think a fish. Anyway, yeah, so that's a, that's another that's another topic for another day. I love hollow earth stuff. Nice. Um, all right, so also there's a another UFO from Colombia that I thought you'd like to see. I, I would. I still have to reach out to our Colombian contact and see if he's keeping an eye on the sky. Except I don't think he's there right now. Oh, okay. I mean, especially that there's a lot of these. Now, I don't know why it's a lot in Colombia. It could be the Air Force just doesn't have the capability to hunt them down. It's a stabilize and zoom. It's that shape again, which yeah, is it's also this diamond shape. Yeah, diamond shape. I was just gonna say that. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. It's tilted and everything. Yep. Or a teardrop, right? They used to always say that that teardropped or, or reports in the back of the day. But it's that same diamond shape we've been seeing videos of the last uh, month or yeah. so. Right, right. Very. So it's just I'd, descending. I'd love to see, see. I'd love to see. I like UFO footage. Oh. Where, wow, it goes right in front of the trees there. Interesting. Yeah, and it's it's. Uh, oh, cool! I didn't ever saw it to the end. I guess. Wow, that was really cool. So it's this diamond. It's this diamond shape floating in the sky, and it's slowly descending, and it descends into the trees, and it doesn't go. It goes like in the middle of the tree, so you can see that there's trees in front of it and behind it. Yeah, that's pretty cool footage. That is cool really footage. cool footage. Yeah, so I thought I definitely thought you'd like that one. Well, and and speaking of footage, Jeremy Corbell, our favorite, Corbell. our boy. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know. Like, there's a lot of older accounts that really don't like the guy, huh? Um, well, accounts have been there for a while. They're probably jealous, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, we've 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 talked about Jeremy Corbell. He's a very divisive figure. Yeah, he came out of nowhere, kind of. Yeah, right. He broke into the mainstream fairly quickly. It seems like. And they trust him. The military trusts him. So it could be his jujitsu. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's met these guys in jujitsu class. <laughs> so this is the arrow footage you're about to show. Yeah, and he leaked it before. And the yes, it was in the hearings. And it's small. It could be anything. I did see something that's this small there. Now um, I I was pretty uh busy this week um and last week going through the stuff as we previously mentioned can you just do a quick summary what the the, the quote-unquote meetings or like the what happened there oh like what in, you mean the arrow meetings yes yeah we'll get there we'll get there okay i do have some clips i want to show um yeah and then there's the discussion is still going on um but this footage here it's got no audio but it, it's obviously from a drone there it goes and then they try and follow it so it's a, it's a spherical so, object so it's there it is. Wh where was this again this is in, in Iraq. I think Mosul. It would not Baghdad, but it's in Iraq. So there's a I lot think, of activity there. I think Mosul. You're you're right. So anyway, it looks like they're filming like some sort of village or something. There yeah. These people standing outside of a building. It's obviously yeah drone footage, and in the foreground, this metal from what we can tell, metal circular device, an orb or a Foo Fighter. Yeah. Obviously, it's really hard to tell how big it is. Um, flies in view of the camera, and so the camera moves to try and catch it, and they finally yeah. catch up to it, and this thing is moving 
it's got no no form not no um there's no show of no wings propulsion right no wings perfect sphere and it's just slow not slowly it's quickly but like deliberately Mm -hmm. uh moving across in a straight line and the camera slowly catches up with it and yeah it's just if if it's a drone it's something really advanced that the public sector has no has never seen before because again it's perfectly spherical and it's just moving completely straight at a steady pace no there's no propulsion or anything it's very cool footage yeah and uh okay and and you said they they did cover it in the aero senate hearing so i guess we can get to that next we can so it is in there and it's cool that it's actually on their website also um for for people to look at Mm -hmm. um now it was a little it was cool that you know they were showing this stuff but it was kind of disappointing and i'm going to share just some quick screens like one is a conclusion about uh about aliens and off-world technology um and then there's another one that someone caught i still i didn't catch when i heard it but here's this conclusion that's gonna either be surprising or not surprising to many of our listeners i should also state clearly for the record that in our research arrow has found no credible evidence thus far of extraterrestrial activity off-world technology or objects that defy the known laws of physics i should (laughs) oh man so here we are again the present day blue blue book you know um but i mean that's that's such a a a non-answer i mean it's an orb flying through the sky of course there's no well he's not not just talking about that he's saying in all that the that they've that they've covered so the 600 cases that they've looked at so far but again it doesn't it doesn't really matter i mean unless there's you know a, a green martian dancing on the roof as it flies by of course there is no evidence of of aliens or extraterrestrial well, stuff. He said known physics too, though. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, he said it is known physics. Yeah, no, yeah. and, and nothing. He goes basically, it's nothing outlandish. And the technology that we've been seeing, he's saying it's not. It's not crazy technology. Here, just like, listen again. Um, he adds that also that you know that's nothing. It's not. It's not using technology that they know. Should also state clearly for the record that in our research, Arrow has found no credible evidence thus far of extraterrestrial activity, off-world technology, or objects that defy the known laws of physics. Now, that's all been being being told by them that we don't, you know, this is these this is not the traditional physics that from when it comes to the pilots to the scientists that are looking at this. So even the Defense Department themselves. So here we are again. They're back to square one, back to 80 years ago, um, saying the exact same excuses, you know. Well, as we know, the government always tells the truth. So (laughs) all I can do is trust this guy. Yeah, I know. Right. Thanks, Kirkpatrick. And, you know, they they keep saying, well, these are the open hearings and not the skiffs, you know, not the the, not the classified. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say. Regardless or not, if they found proof, I mean, they would never in yeah open Congress be like, yep, we found aliens, guys. Here's the but, proof. You know, you know, they've been working on this since 2017 now. Remember, in New York yeah. Times, even New York Times basically said some of these things are alien and off world, right? This is the New York Times. So I'm just saying we've gone all through that. It just shows you what Arrow is. It's the Defense Department wanted to keep control of this again, put it down, make it centralized through this guy and make it scientific by here. This this statement here will change anyone's mind about the transparency of this organization. In other words, Arrow's mission is to turn UAP into SEP, somebody else's problem. Ha 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 ha. Well, I mean, there you go. Just kick the can down the road like the U.S. government's been doing with pretty much everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look somebody at the, else's problem is what. Yeah, look at look at the Patriot Act. They keep renewing that shit. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. I mean, you know, I, again, this is just what the public is is being told. I'm sure the government has their own agenda. You're right. It's Project Blue Book, all yeah. over again. Um, you know, it's just this. This means nothing. This is why the public sector is so important when it comes to UAP research. Um, you know, we can't rely on the government. Unfortunately, you know, that's where all the funding comes from. 
Yeah, and the other ones too. But you know, obviously, the funding is going to be just for uh, companies that are even doing this, and and that's where this comes in. You know, these researchers, alien scientists, great guy, great researcher. He's a scientist. He, um, but you know, like all, like a lot of these accounts, is they kind of get jealous when someone else gets gets clout, which I get. You know, he's. he's if you're at this for like decades and two decades and you're being ignored and then all of a sudden, you know, the government wants to get this information out. So all of a sudden these celebrities come out of nowhere, you know, so he just has. But he was at this meeting. Um, he asked some really cool questions. He even got to the senator and asked her some really cool questions. Um, is it right here? And she listened and she goes, OK. And they actually they asked him for his card. One of the one of her not her handlers, but one of the government guys said, uh, "Can I get your card?" Here, this is oh, obviously this is hidden footage. That's that senator Gillibrand, I think his name, or she Gillibrand. Anyway, he's he's another senator. This guy here to the right, I think he works in the aero department because once Jeremy started bringing up Battelle, and Battelle's a known uh, defense contractor, mm -hmm. from his research he found that Battelle owns uh, all. Um, all the labs, all like some, all the labs are on bases, and it's a private company, and you can't FOIA that. So if he 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 has dug up that gap. That company is the gatekeeper for all this technology, all reverse engineering. So he wow. brings it up here, and this guy's like, uh, "Can I get your card?" Wild and fascinating, and then the treatment he received and the threats from the Navy afterwards. Um, we, we will be your, we can be your um, interface until the public office is set up. I don't, I don't think he'll come forward. I'll share with you. But he can, uh, he can even sit down with me and Frank. Yeah. Like, we, we meet with constituents all the time confidentially. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I see a lot of scientists. Here we go. I think how long have you tried to find a people who worked on this? Uh, what was your stories? information down to non technical to the extent you can get them to interview with Dr. Kirkpatrick is very helpful. Because as he just testified, it's not very clear, huh? No, I was just going to ask you if you could. Is this guy Senator? Are you familiar? Yeah, just sum it up. Or maybe it gets clearer here because at some point he does. I'm amazed she humored humored these guys for so long. <laughs> I know, right? She didn't kick him out. Well, Kirkpatrick apparently left. Um, so that's cool. So he got it in there. This guy here on the right tries to get him his, his card. Uh, and, you know, everyone's making fun of him. Then men in black show up at your, at your house. But it's cool that he got in there. No one else is there. I don't see Elizondo there. I don't see, um, I mean, what's his name? He's always making fun of these guys. Uh, Greenwald from uh, the Black Vault. You know, the, uh, they allowed only 20 people there. I mean, to be fair, it wasn't, it wasn't like a huge, mm -hmm. it wasn't a huge auditorium. Uh, but even then, with those, there was empty seats. The twenty were not filled up. So it was cool that Jeremy got in there. He asked those cool questions. He now it's a matter of record that he asked the senator that. Um, well, the fact that he he recorded it on like a secret recording device basically means yeah. he just shut himself out. Forever, was, right? yeah. Because <laughs> the second the second that that pops up online, and of course it's on YouTube, so it's online. And they yeah. see that they're gonna go, okay. Well, you know, he's blacklisted now. I mean, that's a that's truthfully, a I, I think that's a dumb, dumb move on his part. But you know, yeah. Well, it wasn't him who recorded. It was some other. But you're, you're so right. And guess what? They had a, a they had a live stream on Saturday or Friday night. I, I forget when it was either yesterday or before. 
but the stream got cut because they were showing it. They were showing that footage of him asking the questions, and he got his internet just completely went out, yeah. and they Shots had to right. fix it. So, yeah, I think they probably said you're not allowed to record anything. No, of course not. I wouldn't be surprised if they have two guys come to their doors and confiscate it. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I guess that's that's one reason you put it on YouTube. <laughs> To invite them, yeah, but still, so Patel apparently it, it is on all of our bases, and they have they run all the labs of the military. That's so, scary. Yeah, and this is how the secret is gone. I mean, I think from the seventies, really seventies mm -hmm. onward, if not before, but I think officially probably seventies, where it just went off uh, government hands, and now the arrow is just starting from from scratch again. You know, and the guy's not going to look into. He does. It's not like they gave him authority to go to the, the special access programs, the SAPs, yeah. and ask around and see what they're doing. He has no authority like that. that. That's the only way you can figure this out. Right. Which, yeah. I mean, it just gets it gets stonewalled at every every turn, or given fake information, you know, misinformation to. So as a psyop, you know what I mean? Yeah, and and. Um, I mean, it's it's just disappointing that we are still here. You know, if if she does listen to him, and I definitely just judging by the way she was responding and her body language, it really seemed like she was just humoring them. She goes, "Oh yeah, yeah, interesting, interesting." Like and looking for a way out of the conversation as soon as possible. That's just my opinion. It's just um, a shut up to public. Yeah, this is yeah. shut up to public as usual. Yeah, like, that's what you do. Um, something cool that that I found also. I I, I have known about this. Um, but for some reason, when it was brought up, it reminded me of something. So there is a patent uh, from the U.S. Navy, and I'm I'm sure we covered this. Um, if we haven't covered it, then you know I'm sure you've seen this because when they were when they were trying to get this stuff out in 2017, um, and there was you know the, the whole disclosure effort, there was there were articles written about these patents that the Navy has. And I don't know if you remember seeing it, um, but it's it's technology that's anti-gravity and, you know, it goes through the details of how these machines work. Um, and it's basically making an electromagnetic field around the craft uh, with, with microwave energy. Uh, and look at this. It looks like a so it's triangle shaped, but also diamond shaped. Mm -hmm. And it makes the craft basically lighter than anything. And that's how you can push it to even go speed of light. And it can go into water, go anywhere without it. With, it's just displacing the water. So it can go underwater like it's nothing because it's pushing all this energy away. And it's light as a feather, basically. Right. Um, I mean, anti, right. And yeah, we, it makes anti-gravity. I make it very, very light. It gets rid of its mass. And he has I'm, all I'm not sure. Here. I'm not yeah. sure we've talked about this exact thing on the podcast, but this um, theme has come up several times: anti the anti gravity and how they would move and why they're able to move in and out of water. Um, yeah. The fact that the the we there's a patent out for it kind of you know now makes me question everything I've seen. Mm -hmm. Well, that's why I bring this up because look at this shape here, and then look at this thing. This was a picture. That the Ministry of Defense in the UK is that famous picture that was being shared, uh, revealed after 32 years, the top secret picture on one MOD insider calls the most spectacular UFO photo ever captured. That's a plane right there behind it. You're not showing me anything. I'm still looking at the, the patent. Oh. Um, here. But yeah, so when I, when I saw that patent picture... I mean, it looks like... It, you know, from one angle, it looks like the Phoenix lights. From the other angle, it looks like the same diamond shape we've been seeing even earlier in this episode. So here, revealed after 32 years, a top secret picture of one MOD insider yep. calls the most that diamond ever created. So ever, ever captured. This was in the 60s. So to see, uh, oh, I mean, and Richard Gere, uh, oh, uh, Stephen Greer, sorry, not Richard Gere, Stephen Greer <laughs> always says that he thinks that the ones that are not made out of a mold or perfect, he says, are human-made. He goes, always look at rivets, always look at imperfections, imperfections, and they're human-made. Right. So this was from, this was 32 years ago. Look at that. That's a plane back in the background. So this thing's pretty big. And it just, 
and was near a base in the UK and just matches this perfectly. So, you know, it just makes sense that after 32 years that they have a patent that's out on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, this is what's so frustrating about the whole UFO thing is because we really truly don't know what is interdimensional, intergalactical, whatever, extraterrestrial, like, or just secret government black yeah. ops stuff that, you know, is way ahead of we the public know about. Yeah, and that's always been the issue. Even even in the old days, they would just say, "Oh, it's uh, it's Hitler," because there's a story of Billy Meyer, and he's he's a UFO contactee, right? He, he's a total fraud, though, Billy Meyer. As he, I don't know, I don't know. I, want, I think, I think at the end, at the end, yes, but not in the beginning. At the end, just because he got caught doing stuff doesn't mean like everything in the beginning was though. Um, but that's another discussion. Yeah, once doesn't make you a fraud completely. I think they probably just ignored him, stopped talking to him, or left. And he was like, "Okay, now what do I need to do?" Um, got to keep the got to keep the attention. Yeah, um, so I don't think it completely destroys everything he said. Yeah. But I mean, just to him when he used to see stuff, his dad used to say, "Oh, it's probably just Hitler or Hitler's mm -hmm. machine." Well, they had the what was the the bell, the Nazi bell UFOs? Yeah, supposedly. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even know. I truthfully don't know where that story comes from. Um, I mean, it's it's from it's from leaked documents from from uh, they that they were working on this. Um, there is history of it. It was in the Italian press too. I think I have lots of books on that one. Um, what's his name? Uh, Farrell. He writes about breakaway civilization and 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 Nazi technology and going down to uh, the Antarctic. That was Operation High Jump, if I remember correctly. That was part of it, yeah, because that, and that's why we sent them down there. Is that there was, right. like, there was a base in Antarctica? I would love to go to Antarctica. <laughs> I, we know I, someone that's gone there a few times or a couple of times, right? Do we? I don't. I'm not aware. No? I, I don't. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, think we have so. someone who travels all the time. She's been there. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Lucky. A couple of times too. Yeah, I know, like, you have to go there through Argentina, and then, obviously, you have to take a helicopter up, right, because there is an ice wall. Um, you have to take a helicopter all the way up to the bases that we have there. So yeah, see, I, I'm, I'm truly curious about, like, what kind of secret military bases from all eras are down there. Yeah. The, the Nazis were super interested in Antarctica as well. Yeah, and New Schwabenland, that's, that's a base that they had there. They're yeah. the U2 uh, submarines just go there all the time. Oh, I can't imagine a worse hell than being on a submarine uh, under Antarctica or like <laughs> under the ice in Antarctica. I mean, Jesus. Yeah, I used to have recurring dreams of Antarctica, recurring dreams of Antarctica in the past. And there's always military there. Yeah. That was weird. That's like one of the only ways you can get there. I thought you, you have to be like military or like uh, like going for a research base. I didn't yeah. think there was a whole lot of like, like you can't really go as like a tourist unless it's like on a cruise or something. I can't remember. Cruise, Yeah, it's very, it's a cruise. And that's yeah. how she's gotten there. Uh, it's very controlled. Obviously, you can't just go walking around. Right. It's just, it's just like going to any military base. That's what it really is. And it's, and what is it? It's, it's the longest serving treaty that's, that's not ever been broken by any nation. And it's all nations are in this treaty. It's that and, and it's, the moon, I think. <laughs> <laughs> is the moon too? Is, it, is there a treaty with the moon? Yeah, no one's allowed to. I don't think anyone's allowed to claim uh, <clears throat> land on the moon. I'm not positive about that. I could be wrong. Interesting. Yeah, like, I, no I, one can. Absolutely. No one can say the moon belongs to them. I think is the rule. Yeah, just like so. So there's probably alien bases or advanced human bases. I was. Um, I was just. Now I'm thinking about the moon. I was just, uh, I was listening to not, I was, I was watching YouTube videos and listening to podcasts about all the different stuff that astronauts um, saw while going to the moon and while on the moon. Mm -hmm. You know, even like Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin, they were saying, "Oh, they're watching us. They're watching us." Yeah, I mean, it's creepy stuff. It is creepy stuff. Um, they, they were, they, were get, they caught them saying they're huge, right? Yeah. Uh, they were getting, they were followed on the way there. One of them looked out the window and saw a silver um, <clears throat> uh, cigar shape following them. And when they contacted NASA, they were like, uh, it's probably a booster yeah. trailing. And it like zoomed off and they're, they're like, okay, well, 
I guess. It's yeah, it's just nuts how they were watched the entire time. Even even the Gemini ones. Yeah. Uh, before Apollo, <clears throat> Gemini, whenever they got, whenever they popped up into into the space, they would say, "Oh, there they are! I see them." So there's always something there that whenever we got close, it would be pushed away too, farther and farther, which is just bizarre to even think about. Like it really is. <laughs> you know, like even just think about humans as in general, as a, as one body, and always trying to explore <laughs> the Earth. And every time they got closer to this, these others, they just picked up and left. Like like they're they're just they're scared of us for some reason. I, I think they're just they're they're monitoring us closely without getting too close. Just <clears throat> from so far away. Yeah. Really a bizarre just a bizarre phenomena. Yeah, it really is. Uh I have you ever looked at Machu Picchu? Yes, I, mean, I have. I mean that's the I feel like that's what it looks like to me. That's unfinished. That's someone's like, uh oh, they're coming, let's get the hell out of here, kind of thing. That's the vibe I get from it. How well, you know, see, so much there wasn't finished. I don't. I I think it's the opposite. I think it's older than people realize, and it's just been <clears throat> destroyed over over the years. Kind of like how the pyramids, like how old they are. Yeah, ruins look like ruins, but I don't know. Machu Picchu doesn't give me that vibe of ruins because um, so it just looks undone. Here, you know what? Actually, this is kind of related. Oh, but like, okay, so the pyramids, I mean, you know, they were once smooth, covered in limestone, so they're super bright, and they had a golden capstone. Right, yeah. And, a, and now, if you look at them, it's just like, okay, someone stacked some stone blocks. They're still arguing about how these things were made, and we, we're closer to the age of when Cleopatra was a, a, um, like the ruler to when the pyramid, like closer to her being alive than she was to when the pyramids were, were built. I mean, that's how old those things are. That's insane to me. Yeah. I mean, the pyramids, people date them back to tens of thousands of years ago. Yeah, I'm definitely guessing. not the 5,000 they tell us about, especially with the weathering of um, the Sphinx, especially around the Sphinx. It shows right. and the Sphinx has been it's water weathering. Yeah, and the Sphinx has been rebuilt. I mean, yeah. like remodeled and all this other stuff. And there's they they know that there's space underneath it. I mean, it's it's crazy stuff, man. Yeah, Machu Picchu actually now when some some of the pictures, it looks like there was a technology that was much more advanced that was older, and then someone came on and started building on top of it in a much more not perfect manner. Did you ever end up watching that ancient apocalypse show? No, I really want to. Because that, that's an easy one for me. Did you did you watch it? Yeah, I mean, he kind of. Co- I don't. I think he. Go- I haven't watched the whole thing, but he, he kind of covers this. Where basically he's, as he's researching these things, he's finding that they're way older than they should be, and it seems like people just kept building on top of them. Yes. Okay. So that makes sense. Because look at this. This is really. You can tell down here it's more advanced the way they place them together. Then once it gets up here, you can they're tell placing uh, blocks on. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's imperfect. But I mean, they're finding that in. I remember seeing a picture on Reddit a few years ago. Um, they were they were um, doing some archaeology. Arch, they were doing an archaeological dig in in uh, Rome, and they got all the way down, and they kept finding levels underneath levels underneath levels, yeah. and finally we're back down to like the you know ancient Roman times. It's pretty cool stuff. Greeks, yeah, that happens all the time in, in Greece. Uh, a lot of these countries. In the Mediterranean, even like Jordan and stuff, when they when they when they try to build something, they dig down, they find ruins. Yeah, even cities. Yeah, like we keep building on top of civilizations. Look at that. Yeah, I mean, and the stones are just placed so perfectly, and like they're cut perfectly. It's it's really interesting. So look at that. Look, check out the link I just sent you. That's one of the cool, cool, coolest ruins I've I've seen. Um, probably uh, there it is. Abuna Yamada. I'm probably way butchering that. Where's that one? What country? Um, Ethiopia. But it's this. Oh temple. yeah, that's cut into the stone. That's down into the stone. Those ones. It's it, but it's like way up in the stone. It's like this oh. stone pillar that's thousands of feet high, and there's like a temple cut in the middle of it. What? Oh, whoa. Yeah. So these it's stones up here. This is it's a church that's in there. Yeah. No way. Yeah. What? So these, you know, like obviously the um, just years and millions of years of 
just the earth, you know, wind and water and all this stuff has cut these stone pillars that are super tall. And these, these temples have been built in the sides of these things. I mean, and it's, and they're hundreds of feet up. It's, I don't even know how it's possible. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah. This reminds, this reminds me of the ones in, in the Palestine and Jordan and the, yeah. those churches. Look at these guys climbing. Well, right. I mean, how it's absolutely insane. You know, I don't, I don't know how you manage to, to, to do that. And they're all, you know, intricately uh, decorated and, and the way that they're built in the side of these, these um, stone mountain things. I don't even know what you really would call them. It's fascinating. Yeah. So Tigray region, Tigray region, Ethiopia, these guys, how do they even like think about this? I mean, obviously the view is majestic, right? right. Uh, and it looks like somewhere like Arizona, right? That that's what I mean. They're not really mountains. They're it's like stone. It's just vertical rocks, but like I mean, really big ones. I don't know how to describe it other than that. Ethiopia has some really cool churches. In it. Whoa, look at the inside of this. Yeah, and they like it's all intricately painted on the inside. It's really cool stuff. Um, Ancient Bibles, you know, go th read this one. Not, not like the King James Bible. It's like right. <laughs> heavily edited to make the king probably get worshipped. But I mean, it would just be so di difficult um, to create something like this, and it always makes me wonder, like, why? You know, ancient ancient humans were much more spiritual and uh, religious yeah. than we currently are, for some reason. You know? <laughs> for some reason, yeah. And I don't, I don't think it's oh, they're not as technologically advanced, so, you know, they don't need to believe in, you know, they had to believe in magic and voodoo to understand the world around them. Like, yeah, And that's the excuse people seem to use. I just don't think that's the case. Yeah, we, were, we were once much more connected to the planet and to each other. Well, I say that, but there's still wars and all that other stuff. I'm kind of just... I mean, yeah. At this point. There was a cool interview um, uh with Hancock, by the way, he brought in he brought in this Italian. He used to he used to interpret and translate the Bible for the Vatican. Okay, so he brought this guy in, and this guy, um, I forget his name now, and I, I, I'm shocked that I didn't send you the, the video to look at and, and listen to because it's really important. And I'll link it in the notes. And basically, this guy was saying that Yahweh and uh, uh, and other and Elohim, he was saying that those are not like a, a supernatural god. He's saying that these this is a more advanced civilization that's teaching humankind about its history, about what happened in the past, and and its place in the world. And he says it's a misinterpretation and a mistranslation. Um, so that's what that that's what that discussion was, and it was really interesting. To hear from both Hancock is not a Christian or anything, right? I mean, I think right. he's a Gnostic. I think he's a Gnostic. Um, but just yeah, listening to him also brings in the Cathars. I don't know if you know about them, but they were they were hunted down by the church for two hundred years and killed because the Cathars are believed that the God of the Bible is an evil God. They called they called him the Demiurge, so which is a lesser God, the, the creator. Uh, is beyond this universe, beyond this world. That's what the Cathars believe. And then the demigod is the one that, demiurge is the one that created this reality and is a jealous god that likes to be worshipped and blah, blah, all these things. And the church killed them. For 200 years they did. Uh, apparently the Cathars then went underground and that's what Freemasonry is. And uh, Interesting. And these secret societies. Yeah, I read a book about about that. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to listen to that interview. That sounds really interesting. Yeah, especially with the thing about the Cathars. I mean, uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll send you that interview. Great interview. The guy's he has a really heavy accent, really heavy Italian accent, but still, I mean, he 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 translated the Old Testament for the for the Vatican. So the Vatican knows this. They know this strange history of humanity. Um, a lot of people are saying that then you know this, these advanced humans survived the flood. Well, wow. and you know, as everyone, hopefully, everyone knows that by this point, every ancient culture has a has a flood myth. Yeah, they all do. Like, and, uh, yeah, it's insane. Yeah. It is insane, uh, and that's why Hancock goes 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 and sit and finds this out. Right, he goes to these different tribes around the world, and he's asked all of them for his books, at least. So there is that story 
that shared story of humanity of a flood. Well, so, and going yeah. going back to the whole God thing. I mean, Old Testament God is much different than New Testament God. Very different. <laughs> old, old Old Testament God is a very angry, yeah. wrathful God. Yeah, he does nothing but punishes <laughs> punishes sub not subjects his people. Yeah, exactly, and and he is very jealous. He only wants you to worship him, and you right. Know, that's the I believe that's the man. I am way out of my Catholic priest or Catholic. <laughs> I'm way out of my Catholic religion. I'm pretty sure that's the first commandment, right? I'm the only God you should worship. No yes. other gods other yeah. than me. It's in it's in all the Abrahamic religions. I think uh, Christianity is a bit different. Islam combines both. You know, you'll you'll find both types of both depicted. In there was a very vengeful and wrathful and scary God, but then also very extremely loving uh, and forgiving God. So it's both. And then, like you said, yeah, Christianity is just extremely loving, um, right? Love thy neighbor, um, mm -hmm. even your enemies, right? Uh, keep your enemies closer. Turn the other cheek, that kind of thing. It's completely different from the Old yeah. Testament also, yeah. which is the kill. Uh, but man, I'm thinking about it now. Like growing up Catholic is pretty was pretty metal. I mean, every mass you're drinking. I mean, it's it's wine. It's blood. it's wafer and, and and wine, but yeah, it's supposed to represent the blood and body of Christ. So you're mm -hmm. you're drinking blood and eating flesh. Yes, and and every church, you're the whole mass. You're staring at a guy who's been nailed to a cross. Sometimes it's more, um, you know, like I don't want to say violent more mm. scary looking than you know other churches um it's a very um it's a very i don't know it's a very like kind of scary religion everything everything is a sin you know mm -hmm. they talk about how much you're going to hell um yeah you know I, obviously i'm way out of my depth for almost not, no, not but they're all like that. a decade but <laughs> yeah it, it's all very you know behavior or you know, face the wrath of God. Yeah. And I mean, do we need religion to know what's right and wrong? I think humans, I think it helps. I, 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 I don't think, okay, here's, here's my thing. I don't think religion and spirit spirituality are, are bad. I think they are. I think it's a good way to build community. I think it is a good way to teach morals from a young age. Yeah. I do. I do. Ha however, think church overall, not going to mass, just church as an institution, is 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 a means of control. Yeah, yeah. They're, I don't they're... think I don't think there's anything wrong with being religious. Um, Me neither. Or, or spiritual, but I I just think yeah, church is an institution uh, as meant as a as a means to control, and I think overall it's been used to to hurt um, a lot more than yeah than help. But, but I, in, in, like what I love about it, and and this goes for all religions, is that it believes and teaches a higher moral authority that it's not. That's not human, um, and it's not the state. And you know, I think tyrants hate hate religion yeah. for, that, for that reason: is that they can't be above the law, or they can't be above any moral law. You know, so that's where I think it's important to have it. Is it's, it's I think it's more dangerous not to have in society than it is to have. And yes, yeah. it has flaws. Well, and you know, and like I said, and if nothing else, it helps build community. And I think that's the yeah, most. Community. I think that. I think the learning moral authority uh, and, and just morality, I think that's probably the best thing a church does. I think the second thing a, or a religion does, excuse community. me, the second best thing a religion does is build a community. Yeah, yeah. And as humans, we need it. Being we isolated do. obviously doesn't help. This is this is why we're in the situation now, I believe, morally in this country, is that there's yeah. no sense of community anymore. And everyone's in their silos and their pods, separate right. pods, and not really having this sense of community, which you say is great for what churches and religions bring. I mean, so today is the 20, what's say 23rd, 23rd. Yeah. And the last week we've had two or three stories about neighbors shooting each other or shooting someone who comes into their driveway, uh -huh. um, you know, and that kind of thing. And all of those people who were shot were not doing anything bad. I mean, um, and if there had just been more sense of understanding community and love for one another, that kind of thing doesn't happen. Right. Exactly. It wouldn't happen immediately, at least. Right. Like, I, I, I mean, yeah. the two, two stories I'm thinking of, um, a, a, a young uh, guy and his girlfriend, they're teenagers, pulled into a driveway. Um, I'm sure they were, like, looking to 
hook up mm-hmm. or whatever and some yeah. guy came out of his house and shot you know shot at the car killing the girlfriend you know and like and then the other story i'm thinking of is a basketball rolled into a guy's driveway and uh the guy shot the little kid and and the dad that's, i don't think either one of them died i didn't see that one that's crazy yeah and it's just because a basketball rolled into his driveway i mean these Whoa. are the kind of things it's just like if we had a little bit more um you know emphasis on community and and love for one another this kind of thing it wouldn't turn into a shooting it'd be like a yeah you know just a oh hey it's no big deal no worries i mean and, and but we're, you know but we're 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 taught to be scared of one another i mean that's how we've been conditioned these last few years yeah and I, they're not making it they're not making it any better right now they're trying to make a race they're trying to make separation of races they're trying to make separation of genders Mm-hmm. You know, any anything but to focus on who's really doing this to us, you know, and the social engineers are and people fall for it. They hate yeah. you can see it's what it's, it's how they're directed. Right. All right. This week we're going to make it about I mean, the whole, they tried the whole race thing with BLM. It didn't work. The, the races did not turn on each other, no matter how much they tried. So now they now they're going to the gender transgender thing, you know, because they see that there is actual um, passion. To like do something and, not, and it's turned violent right i mean yep. that last shooting shooting was she was transgender and she went to a christian school so you can see that what they're trying to do this time yeah yep you absolutely can Did you, have you been paying attention to the whole thing like she had a manif- manifesto that they won't release they won't someone release. Is, is suing yeah. to get the manifesto released but that guy um, who bought a gun and shot five people? He had a 13 oh, yeah. manifesto about how easy it was to buy a gun and kill people, and his manifesto was released like within the hour. The, the bank, the banker, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so, it's so. Did you read obvious. his manifesto? I, I, I was trying to look for it. I couldn't find it. There was this, there was this article that says, "Oh, his manifesto." So I clicked it and I was reading. I was reading. I was reading. I just couldn't find. All I, you know what he was tr- saying. Truthfully, truthfully, I have not read it. I'm going. I'm basing off of headlines here but the message is all the same you can see uh, like, all the all the points and arguments that they're trying to d- divide us along but left a manifesto shooting i just hope that they'll actually have did u.s bank shooter connor sturgeon leave a manifesto i don't know why australia is oh yeah because they love taking guns away in australia that's why oh. they-, <laughs> they love taking all rights away those poor aboriginals man i know dude uh, that's right. I got in a fight with an Australian too. He was talking about that originally. I'm like, uh, he was trying to make excuses for what they did, with how they locked down the island, and he was trying to say like how they protect Aborigines. I'm like, huh, I remember the the leaders of the Aboriginal community reaching out to the world asking for help that their government has imprisoned them. Yeah, that's what I read. The guy shut up quickly. Um, it's unreal, man. A motive has not been revealed. See, why don't they just release it, man? We're not kids. I want to read it. Like, I, you know, how <sighs> they it? it's always something, man. I just, God, no one's. Leaving yeah, there, just so. you know, the people in charge, the, those in power. I mean, they're doing such a great job at dividing us, getting us to hate one another. It's, it's absurd. I mean, yeah. you know what honestly needs to happen. Can you imagine if we could shut down all of social media and the internet for like a month? I mean, <laughs> if we shut down the internet, the whole world would collapse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But just like social media, I don't know. So I don't uh, know. It could be good for everyone's mental health. And you know, it has only worked to divide us because the thing is, it's used for psychological warfare. And, and, and a lot of these influencers on both sides are artificially inflated by bots that make yeah. other each side think that there's a huge following or or, or a huge uh belief a, in a yeah, certain, yeah exactly more than usual so it drives people insane and it really goes to far right and far left and just barking at each other mm-hmm. so the, the killer apparently was hoping he'd become a martyr for the anti-gun crusaders so he's reading the media right because he will undoubtedly become just that Went to Kentucky. Huh. He's mentally unstable. No one talks about that. Yeah, I read a very interesting uh, statistic about how many mass shooters are on SSRIs. I think all of them, right? Or like 90%. Like, 90%. It's, like, it's an insanely high percentage. I mean, so 
I mean, I'm not the first, not even close to the first person to say this, but we've got a um, mental health problem that's being disguised as a gun problem. Yes. I mean, this guy said he was having suicidal thoughts and he wanted to go out in style. You know, it's always like that. They're they're ready. They're, they're convinced. They're going to do it, but why not do it, you know, uh, and become famous doing it? Right. It's such a it's such a shitty thing to do. Um, really? And what really bugs me, again, not a call to violence, they never kill anyone who deserves it. They never go out and kill a bunch of politicians. They never go shoot up Congress. Not a call to violence. Not a call to violence. Right, right. But they it's never innocent, innocent victims. Yeah, it's such a bummer. Not a call to violence. You'd think you'd think the bank would have been had had like an armed guard or something. This guy just walks in and shooting everyone. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, because robbing a bank is not like the movies where you run in with a president's mask on and everyone get your hands on the you know get on the ground and yeah. all this other stuff. I mean, there's armed security guards. There's usually double doors, so you can't you can you know you have to get in two sets of doors before you even get to a teller. Right. I mean, it's the whole thing. I don't think it was staged. I think this is a really, unfortunately, mentally uh, ill person. But yeah, yeah, the whole thing is pretty, pretty bizarre. And it's not, I mean, I don't understand why he would, because he's actually a a gun control activist. So why would you use guns? And, you know, of course, that makes sense. But if it's so obvious, you know, if you're, if you're obviously artificially done, to bring awareness of guns, but you artificially did that. Like, it's not like, anyway, this whole gun issue is so annoying. Like, it's just a new thing. Yeah. Yeah. This week to focus on. They're just, I mean, I mean, there's, what's the third amendment? I mean, they're, they're working pretty hard on getting rid of the first two. Third amendment, I think is quartering soldiers. They can probably yeah. skip, skip that yeah. one. Yeah. And then fourth is, is you have privacy in your papers that no one can just come into your house and, and search because that's what the crown was doing. That's what the king was doing. And I said, no, it has to be it has to be reasonable cause. And you have to have a warrant, yeah. you know, and what, fifth is, you know, incriminate yourself. What's the one uh, that gave women the right to vote? When are we yes. one? Was that huh? 18 or 13? 13, 13 I thought it was 18. 13. When are they going to go after that one? yeah i know right i'm just kidding (laughs) or i mean i'm 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 starting to think that even 18 year olds get shouldn't vote i think you should probably be raised at 25 you should have responsibilities as in like paying your own bills and a family the only reason the only reason i'm even saying myself when i was 18 i shouldn't be able to vote is what i'm saying like the only reason i the only reason i disagree with that is because i think if you can get drafted and go to war at 18 fine yes we we should raise that then too yeah i think we should well the problem is once you get honestly once you get smart well well that but i i get it because um the your your prime for most people uh your, yeah your your prime uh health like your okay. the, the the healthiest you'll be is at 18 years like 18 to roughly 24 25 that's yeah, why yeah. that's like the, the the main the main group right there peak physical condition peak yeah. physical yeah exactly that's why it's that's why it's 18 Makes sense, makes sense. And you are invincible at that age. I mean, just the yeah. hormones going through. I mean, it's just it's a great feeling. Yeah, I miss I it. Now it's now it's like I get out of bed the wrong way and I'm, my <laughs> knees gonna be hurting for the rest of the day. I know. Yeah, exactly. Is it it's I I see it. I go and I see my, my daughter she does shows at a high school or something, and I just see the high schoolers in that energy. Like there they are, you know, it's just you're at the top of the world. You can just see it. It's the way they yeah. walk, the way they act. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta get back, back going to the gym or working out or something. I was yeah, looking at, I, I was looking at myself in the mirror last night before I got in the shower. I was just like, oh Jesus, I'm really, I'm really letting myself go. <laughs> but I it's an hour. It. I mean, the thing is, it's an hour. What, do you guys have one like that's on in the apartment complex? I mean, yeah, uh, we do. But I also, I've got a 24 hour gym membership, and there's one right by my job, so I need to stop, stop there right after work. Yeah, I used exactly to go. Around. I used to go three or four times a week. I, I missed college where you just had all the free time in the world. Yeah. You know, I'd have classes for like three or four hours a day tops. And then you've got the rest of the day to go to the gym and then you've got football practice. I mean, it's um, tough for the job. It really is. Yeah. Now, now it's, you know, I'm, yeah. And I'm putting in all this overtime and it's just like, I've got no energy to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. I, did I chose, I started doing mornings uh, before I even work. Oh, I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't possibly do that. Yeah, because you go, you go in early, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So that's and it's fun. a, 
it's a 30 40 minute drive to work every day oh so, wow yeah sometimes it's a little bit less than that i can get it down at 25 if i'm lucky oh okay i mean yeah, yeah it is it is it is pretty far yeah all right cuz well maybe it's about time we wrap it up unless there's anything yeah, pressing you want to talk no, about we kind of got, kind of got philosophical philosophy whatever <laughs> talk philosophy at philosophizing the end yeah yeah right philosophizing <laughs> got philosophical at the end there um but i think it was good i enjoyed it yeah me too and yeah just to circle back <laughs> onto arrow then it's not here to help you guys don't get distracted stick with the researchers you know who are really trying to unearth this and if you can you know get out and and try and do your own research like personal research yeah like what uh adam and i are doing next month yeah it's in may right may 13th or something we're doing it yep i don't know i can't remember if we talked about that on air or not but we're going we have yeah and we're gonna go out to uh where it's it's basically a cliff off in the, uh, the pacific it's overlooking uh where uh, many of these many of these incidents have happened in the Pacific with our military and whatnot. So uh, there's probably a base down there. I think we'll be really close to it. So if we just we're going to go out there and meditate and try to invite an experience. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. All it right, is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, where can we find us? Where can the listeners find us on Twitter? You can find us at UAP the podcast. That's our handle. At Twitter and then Topher is it Topher It's All on Twitter. We're on all platforms now. So you can find us on Google, you can find us on Apple, um iHeartRadio, Spotify, of course, yes. Um where else are we? <laughs> it's 18 different and now and now because we have because we're all because we're in so many now, even the ones who are small, I think if you go to them and 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 search the podcast name uncovering anomalies podcast you'll find us all right that's great um all right i think that's it for me all right yeah me too so i guess uh see everyone next week see you next week drop us a line uh give us some feedback and let us know any stories you may have any experiences yes we'll bring you on the show all right thank you all so much for listening